the right side of my face had started to droop from what they told me. And I was still coherent and awake, but I couldn't form any words and I couldn't speak at all. That's 64-year-old Margie K. Pope of Sunset Beach, North Carolina, describing the most terrifying experience of her life. I'll never forget it. It's November 7th, 2019. Welcome to Novant Health Healthy Headlines. I'm Gina DiPietro. In this episode, Kay explains how a funny feeling that November night sent she and her 65-year-old husband, Frank, to the emergency room in search of answers. More on that and how a cutting-edge software provided quick access to care when she needed it most. Now back to Kay. It happened in the middle of the night. Fortunately, I was awake at the time. I was having trouble sleeping. And that ended up being a good thing at that particular time because I realized all of a sudden my right arm was going numb. But it was a weird feeling numb. It wasn't your typical, you know, my hand has fallen asleep. So I woke my husband up because I knew something was wrong. We contemplated for a little bit, you know, what do we do? So we made the decision to go to the emergency room. We're about 30 minutes from Brunswick, the Novant Hospital in um, Bolivia. So we drove there, got there about three o'clock in the morning, and they started running all the tests on me. They did a couple of CAT scans. They, I think they did an EKG and some other things. And also they were in conference at the time with New Hanover Regional Medical Center. I found out later, the stroke center there, they discovered that I had a clot that had moved in my brain. What she didn't know at the time is that blood clot caused Kay to have a stroke. She was airlifted by helicopter from Novant Health Brunswick Medical Center in Bolivia, North Carolina, to Wilmington's New Hanover Regional Medical Center, recently acquired by Novant Health. When I got there, the stroke team was waiting for me, wheeled me into a room, did a procedure that I can't pronounce the name of. And as soon as the clot was out, I was fine. All the symptoms were gone. Supposedly, the procedure they did on me, from what I was told, they've got about a four to six hour window where they can do that. Otherwise, it's too late. And I think that's kind of the point of what we're talking about is to acknowledge to people, the faster you move on something like this, the better off the outcome is going to be. Because by the time I left the Novant Hospital, airlifted to Wilmington, I could no longer speak. So the symptoms were gradually getting worse. It started with the numbness, then I had no use of my right arm at all. The right side of my face had started to droop from what they told me. And I was still coherent and awake, but I couldn't form any words and I couldn't speak at all. Wow, that had to have been so scary absolutely the most terrifying thing I've ever had happen in my life. Was your husband with you the whole time? Was he able to fly in the helicopter? No. And that was the bad part about that. He just saw me leave in the helicopter and didn't know what was going on. Wow. Um, And then by the time he got there and they let him in to see me, the procedure was over and I was fine. And he was kind of in a state of shock because the last time he saw me, I couldn't speak you know, and I had all these symptoms. And the next time he saw me, I'm like, hi, I'm fine. So (laughs) he had a bit of an emotional turmoil to go along with it as well. You'll remember she arrived at the emergency room around 3 a.m. And by 6 or 6.30 that morning, she was out of surgery. 
While the Pope's quick thinking to seek help certainly played a role, so did Viz AI, a video-based platform that provides remote access to a neurologist, the expert in stroke care. Here's some context. In a rural hospital setting, it often takes at least an hour to get results from some of the more critical scans. But with Viz AI, the scan is uploaded instantaneously to a cloud to be read by artificial intelligence. If a stroke is detected, the emergency physician is alerted immediately. As the patient is transferred to a facility that can provide stroke care, a team of medical professionals led by an interventional neurologist is already preparing to take that person into surgery. Here's Dr. Vinod Das, an interventional neurologist and medical director of stroke and interventional surgery at New Hanover Regional Medical Center, who performed case surgery that scary night back in November. I'm awake. I'm at the hospital waiting for her to get there. We evaluate her. It's clear that she still has the symptoms. She goes straight to the angiography suite, and that's where we go to work. We got the artery open in a matter of minutes, and she obviously benefited from the care from beginning to the end. Since you've been using VizAI, have you noticed an improvement in outcomes for stroke patients? Oh, yeah. Using this technology, this is 21st century medicine. We know if you come through our doors in Wilmington, you're going to be triaged and treated very quickly. We have some of the best treatment times in the country. But if you're just an hour, 45 minutes, an hour away, that changes. And that shouldn't be the case. Using the technology, I think that's what it's been an eye-opening experience with me just working with Brunswick on this and how much providers have bought into it and used it and leveraged it as and not just communicating, reducing unnecessary transfers, and in improving the patients that really need to come to us and get treated. Let's get back to Kay's story. A big reason she's sharing her experience lies in the fact that she did not ignore her symptoms. Time is key if you're experiencing a stroke. That's because up to two million brain cells die every minute when oxygen and nutrients are cut off. Fortunately, I didn't do my normal because I've always been a very healthy person, have never really had anything like this happen to me. And I have a tendency to just say, oh, it'll go away, I'll be fine, which is the worst thing I could have possibly have done. But fortunately, the way my body felt just told me there's something really wrong here. This is not gonna go away on its own. But I sat up in bed, he got a wet washcloth, I was putting it on my forehead, and the other thing that was kind of strange is the symptoms were kind of coming and going. As I've described to people before, it literally felt like a wave going through my body. And then after a few minutes, the symptoms went away and I felt better. So we kept kind of hemming and hawing saying, oh, everything's okay. Well, a nurse told me later that was the clot moving. And the fact that, like I said, I was kind of losing control of my right arm just said, okay, common sense is going to kick in here, and it may be nothing, but I need to go find out what's going on. And I'm very glad I did, because had I not done that, the outcome would not have been good like it is now. Do you have any lasting effects at all from what happened? Not from the stroke, but fortunately or unfortunately, I found out I have a heart condition that I didn't know I had, and that's actually what they believe caused the clot. Her condition, known as non-compaction cardiomyopathy, is a rare congenital disease of the heart muscle. 
It's genetic and what doctors say prompted her stroke. Which is the other strange thing, you know, in all my life, I've never had any kind of an issue where I ever really had to have my heart checked out. But from what I've researched later, you know, ultimately people can die from things like this, or I could have been severely paralyzed. And now I've learned all that. I know the symptoms now. And, you know, I love that we're doing this to promote to people because, like I said, this is the last thing that went through my mind when I was feeling this. All I knew was that something was wrong. But stroke is not what came to my mind. And everyone told me afterwards I wasn't a candidate, as far as they knew, for a stroke. Again, not knowing about the heart condition. You know, I didn't have any of the typical signs of someone who was at risk for a stroke. So, you know, everyone that knew me when they found out what happened, they were shocked that I was the one it happened to. By the following afternoon, after just one night in the hospital, the Popes were on their way home. Today, Kay is able to manage her heart condition and enjoy the beach with her husband, Frank. While they're both retired, Kay spent most of her career in the insurance industry doing commercial underwriting, and Frank worked in technology for a large bank in Charlotte, where they lived prior to their move to Sunset Beach six years ago. When looking out for the signs of a stroke, remember the acronym BEFAST. B is for balance or walking funny. E is for eyes, so vision changes, loss of vision or double vision. F is for face or facial drooping. A is for arm drift or leg weakness on one side of the body. S is for speech, so slurred speech or problems talking. And T is for time. Again, driving home the point that experiencing these symptoms means you should seek medical care immediately. Thank you for listening to this episode of Healthy Headlines. You can find more episodes under the Healthy Headlines channel of the Novant Health podcast family. There's tons of great content there, so feel free to browse around. We're on Apple, Google, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts.